2: Let's
0: get this dinner party started. Hello, beautiful listeners. You are beautiful. This is the voice of Jamie. It's not. I mean, it is the voice, but it's actually me sitting here talking into the microphone. Francis isn't here. Well, Fra- I don't actually know where Francis is. I think he. I think he's driving up the M1 to London. Or it might not be the M1 because he's coming from Wiltshire. Isn't the M1 from Leeds to London? I don't know. I, hey, listen, I don't even drive, so I don't know the roads. Anyway, I digress. But I want to let you know, we have a bonus episode for you right now, which I'm super excited about. I got to sit down with the lovely Anne-Marie, who is, yeah, I could probably say this, one of the world's biggest pop stars at the moment. She sings that song 2002, which I love uh, many more. She's touring, supporting Ed Sheeran. They're best friends. I feel like me and her are best friends now. We spoke about me and her. We spoke about actually, weirdly, we got onto the subject of anxiety, um, which I hadn't actually mentioned before, but you know, I suffered with it and so does she. And being a pop star, it's pretty crazy that you can go on stage and also suffer with this problem, uh, which I'm sure relates to. A lot of you guys who are listening. It was a super fun episode. Francis, I said, you know, he wasn't there, but it was just me and her really chilling. Now, I know we always normally have the diary and that is always going to be there. But if it's just an individual episode, I sometimes think it's just better without the diary. More of a conversational one, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, she was wicked. Also, I want to mention one other thing is that obviously our tour tickets are still on sale. www.privatepartspodcast.com Francis and I are touring all around the country. OK, it's not a live podcast, as a lot of people keep asking, but it's more we've just written a play where we mention and talk about all of the stories. Now, most of the stories you would never have heard of. It's pretty naughty. It's a lot of fun. I potentially get naked. So actually, I do get naked. So come check it out. Go onto the website. As I said before, I'll leave the link below in the description. Um, but yeah. Hey, listen, anne is a freaking rock star in every sense. I really love this episode. So here, take it away, enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome to Private Parts Podcasts, where we read the most intimate and of details of our lives. Join me today, dude, this is so kick-ass, Anne-Marie.
1: Hey! Hey! Hey dude, how are you? How are things? I'm good. I'm are you good. not
0: exhausted at the moment?
1: Yeah, I feel a little tired, but I just feel like that's the norm now.
0: Okay, I have exactly the same thing, okay, because you know where... I think when we were younger, when we were growing up, when we didn't get sleep, we were like, God, we were knackered. But now we just are always tired, right? Mm. So it's just, you just get used to it. It was normal. Because you must be flying all around the world. You must be Mm. doing so many different things. Yeah. It's
1: it's funny because the the Ed Tor, he does like four shows in a row sometimes and then you mean
0: four days in a row yeah
1: so we'll go to a a country and then we'll have four shows in a row and then we'll have like two days off travelling to the next place yeah and he'll have those two days off but I'll be like coming home and doing stuff so like I literally have no time to just chill so at the moment like my eyes do feel like they're burning through my skull
0: (laughs) but but that's the but that's the thing I suppose like this is let's start from the beginning right because as like a little girl, right, doing karate and you kicked ass at karate, you kind mm-hmm. of like did won so many competitions and things like that. Did you ever think that you'd be touring the world now? You know, no way. Like, you know, your best friends, one of, you know, Ed Sheeran, who mm-hmm. is, I mean, he knows it needs no introduction, It's Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. You at the moment are just bossing it, man. And also, and the other thing is, I remember I met you when you had done, we did a TV show yes, together, right? Yes, we did. And you were just kind of like kicking off and yeah. doing things, And you'd just been with Rudimental doing some stuff and mm-hmm. things like that. And you were the nicest person, not only talented, but super nice. And sometimes I think with people who are kind of on that way up, they're not that friendly a lot of the mm. time. And so what success you're having right now, you deserve every single bit oh, of it. Oh, thanks. No, dude, of course. But also, did you, was it always a dream to do that? Or was it kind of like...
1: To be honest, like with my life, I've never really thought to myself, I want to do this. I've never really known what I wanted to do. I've just kind of experienced what I've been doing at at the time, but always tried to be the best in it. So, like, no matter what I do in my life, I would be like, the best People, i try but where does that come from i don't know where it comes from i'm really not sure like my mum's a primary school teacher she's like really calm and cool and my dad's well my dad's a little crazy but he's like he's not he's not in the music industry he's not like on that side of it so i don't know where that has come from but i
0: Are you like an only child? No, no? I've got
1: an older sister, but she's kind of the same as them. She's she's a singer as well, and she does like performing and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just seem a little bit different, and I don't know why or where that's come from. But as soon as I started karate, I just wanted to just win the world championships, and that's what I wanted to do, and that's what I did. And then,
0: but do you have that thing? What I have sometimes, where it's actually like where you almost visualise it, and so many people talk about like visualising stuff, Mm -hmm. and when you Like, honestly, I remember I used to visualise things and like, I remember as a kid, I visualised, I was like, you know, I went to this new school and I thought, you know where I'm going to be cool at this school is I'm going to be like in a play, I'm going to play like some really cool guy and everyone's going to watch me and they're going to think I'm cool. That fucking happened. I'm, no way. I'm not even I played Boulder in Smike this play and I was like the cool kid with a Mohican, and everyone was like, that kid's cool. I'm not even no kidding. No way. So did and you thought that. And I and honestly, I like was thinking and say so things mm. like that. Do you do you visualize stuff or you just kind of want, you think to yourself, I just want to be the best, and then that becomes the best.
1: I actually say it out loud to yeah. like the universe. So like I'm sitting in bed, I'm like, okay, what do I want? And I just say it. Mm. And then it seems to happen. It's the same as you, like, yeah. visualising it, thinking about it. Like, I just say it out loud.
0: But then, okay, but then when you you now, <clears throat> you kind of sawed up and did these kind of things and and slowly by slowly, like, mm. you started to take over the world. Mm. And what was, the, was there, like, a like moment where suddenly you were literally like, this, it's actually now kicking off?
1: Yeah, I think... It was all very slow like see when I last saw you it was long ago like yeah. I've but it's been not working. it <clears throat> yeah. it's like
0: 3
2: years or something yeah, like
1: but that is a long time like to be writing music nearly every day and just be touring every day that's like a long time to do that and I feel like because it took that much time like that's why I am like I am like I didn't just snap to that like number one hit she's famous all around the world like it was a really gradual slope for me and I think that's why I sta- I'm, I'm the same as what I've always been. And mm-hmm. also, the way, what you were saying before about how I was nice, like, I just, I just think that's, I think everyone should be like that. Like, Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran's like that.
0: Is he? So he's yeah, just exactly the same he's exactly the
1: same. Like, yeah, but one people of the are, biggest...
0: people are fucking assholes sometimes. I like?
1: know, but I don't get it. I don't get yeah. why people are like that. Why do you have to be like that?
0: I don't get it either. <laughs> I don't get it. But then the other thing is that, like, you know, you're... Because you're, you know, you're a young girl, all these kind of things, like, mm. and you're touring all around. The world. How do you, you know, relationships and stuff like that? How do you even begin to even think about those kind of things? what like
1: a boyfriend. Yeah, like a
0: boyfriend. Mm,
1: I, I, I don't think you think about it. Do you not? <laughs> no. Do you
0: not? Because honestly, do you just have boyfriends in every country. Because if, yeah. I, if I, that's what I would do. I'm just on Tinder. <laughs> That.
1: No, no. That's,
0: if I was touring and I was a guy, I would just be like, okay, Brazilian girlfriend, I'm, I'm going to, yeah. Or like, hey, Mexican girlfriend, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm coming in heart this week. Yeah, okay.
1: I just think, honestly, like, I, I have no time to think about anything else. It's weird because when I was first getting into the industry, like, I was like, very easily sidetracked by our other stuff and I didn't really put everything into it. I was yeah. chilling and also writing music at the same, but I weren't really working like as hard as I could. And I remember someone saying to me, like, what are you thinking about? And I'd be like, well, I'm meeting my friends after. And they'd be like, no, 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 no. If you want to make it, your your brain has to be completely full of music. Like, if someone asks you what you're thinking about, you're thinking about the next song you're going to write, or you're thinking about this artist that you want to work with, or you're writing a, you know what I mean?
0: So it was literally like that, so the entire time it was like you have to, it's either you dedicate everything to it, or it's just nothing at all. Which is also why karate kind of took a back step as well. Shit, but that's also probably why you were so good at it, because karate, like, you know, we just did some karate, and it, and, in order to be the best at it, you really have to become a part of the sport, yeah. right? It's not only mental, but it's physical. It's yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. So weirdly, that kind of karate background would have taught you, given that work ethic, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Like, I feel like if I didn't do karate in my life, I'd, be, I'd have a completely different outlook on everything.
0: But this is the other thing, Kate, okay, right? Because, you know, as I said, you're touring, doing all these kind of things. Is there something that... Is it different to what you imagined, or is it better than you imagined, or is it worse than you imagined? And be completely honest.
1: Um, I think it it took longer than what I thought. Really? I thought that you put us on.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you.
2: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Out and then you're
1: you're there and then. You just keep making music and you travel around, and
0: and you just go and vibe in the back of a van. And you play like instruments yeah, and, and then, you make songs yeah. and you just go. Around. Yeah, I,
1: I thought it was going to be easier. Yeah. But um, I actually liked that it was harder because I just love it. I love. Really? I, I, yeah, I just love things that you think you can't get and then you just get them. That's what I love. But
0: do you not get? Because I would the thing with me is that when you're like when you're at like I, I heard so I heard like some Justin Bieber saying this one thing the other day where he said like sometimes fame is like a prison. Yeah. And you now are, you're super famous, mm. and your fans go fricking cray-cray. Yeah. They literally go nuts for you. Yeah, they go in. So, so even though you love them to bits and it's amazing, but that kind of fame, is it like scary sometimes? I yeah. Mean, it, it scares is. the
1: shit out of me. Like, but
0: why? Why does it scare the shit out of you? Because,
1: well, I've always been a bit like, I love being around people, but I I don't like the thought of people looking at me. Yeah, which is really weird in this
0: career. I know what you mean though. <laughs> because I know I know what you <laughs> I have mean to
1: go on stage and people look. Yeah, but it's I've I've always had that anxiety. I don't. Whenever I walk into a room, someone else has to walk in first, so they've kind of got the attention away from. It's all a bit much.
0: But do you <clears> win <weird> how much <throat> of a juxtaposition that is? Is the fact that you're on stage doing yeah. these kind of things, but then when you're like. So in front of like a big audience, you're kind of like super fine, this yeah. is relaxed. But then when you're off as
1: soon as I walk off, I'm like this. Get me like somewhere comfortable. It's really weird. I'm, I've I, yeah, I've, I just suffer from anxiety, and that's the yeah. that's the scary thing about fame is that you have to deal with it. You just have to like there's I don't know how to deal with it, but I'm having to
0: just push through. because... I've got it as well. It's,
1: yeah, it's so weird, isn't it? it sucks.
0: But did you did you start getting anxiety when um, when you became famous or more?
1: Like, yeah, like yeah. I, I never knew, I didn't know I had anxiety before. I always knew that I kind of just didn't really like people looking at me for a long period of time, or okay. I didn't really like.
0: I'm the same. Yeah, my, mine's entirely totally cut, but mine's exactly the same. Where. I didn't, because I, no one told me about it. No one. Like, this no. is when we're at school. No one like no. tells you. They teach there's you like there's no lessons this, about this. There's no lessons about this, and then suddenly you're like, what the hell is this feeling mm-hmm. that I'm feeling? And you don't really want to tell anyone because no one else is talking about yeah. it. And so you were worried about how you're feeling, mm-hmm. and this will relate so many to like so many listeners, right? So, but like, was there a moment when your anxiety was actually like? Bang, and then it's suddenly like, like I had a big panic attack when yeah. I was like 22 years old. I remember, had this big panic attack, and I was like, What the? F-? I was like, mm. I felt like I was dying. Yeah. And then you had this like rollercoaster anxiety you have to go through. Yeah. And what people don't realize as a performer, you have to go on stage the entire time mm-hmm. and face like, how many thousand people are you yeah. facing? Yeah. Sometime? How many, like, how many, what's your biggest like audience um, you've done? N-
1: 100,000. Shut up. Yeah. In Paris the other day.
0: You haven't done 100,000. Yeah.
1: It's the biggest Whoa. one ever, yeah. Can
0: you but even see the back of the crowd? You can
1: see them, but you can't see them individually.
0: But 100,000 people?
1: Yeah, so but the, the weird thing is like, I think it's the fact that they, I think it's the expectation of people, of me, which yeah. gives me anxiety. So if I meet someone, that uh, what are they expecting me to be like? That's what scares me. And okay. then I go on stage and they expect me to sing. So it's fine because I can sing and that's yeah. what I do. So when I go on stage in front of all these people, I ain't got anxiety because I'm doing what they think they expect of me. As soon as I step off stage and someone could literally come up to me and go, thank you, and I'll just be like,
2: ah, and really? run so away. Yeah. But is
0: do that? Yeah. But is it, is, it because, like, is it because when you're on stage you can kind of like... It's like it's like a it's like a safety net. Bubble, right? you, yeah. bubble you can do and be whoever you want to yeah, be, yeah, exactly. And then, but when you come off the stage, you just want to go and relax, mm. and you're worried that people aren't gonna think you're as like amazing and yeah. fun and things yeah, like that. that so too. then it freaks you out. Yeah,
1: right? like when I'm tired, there's there's been times where I've been like really tired, and like even the people that will here with me today, like the makeup and hair ladies, sometimes I'm just like don't want to speak to them don't want to know yeah. don't, and I, but i feel You're so rude. bad i feel so <laughs> rude yeah. but you know what sometimes i'm just like but that's what scares me about <laughs>
0: yeah. it and also it's the worst it's like it's like when you get into like a, a taxi or like an uber and the taxi and Uber driver starts talking to you. And all you want to do is say thank please, <laughs> yeah. please to shut up. And, yeah. and you, But we're too nice to do it. So we sit there and keep talking to them. Yeah. Same with like when you have makeup artists and all those things around you. All you want to do is sit back and relax mm-hmm. and not worry about anything. Yeah. But you just, you know, and then you feel like mean and things yeah, like that. Yeah, horrible. But then, you know, you're touring with Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. You guys have been homies for ages. Yeah. yeah. Really?
1: Yeah, he was like the first person that I met in the industry. Yeah. So um, I was writing songs in the studio and my manager at the time was like, oh, I just want to bring you up to meet someone. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> He's like taking me out of my space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Off.
0: Don't you know that I don't like meeting people? <laughs> yeah, <I
1: know. laughs> yeah,
0: Do you want me to have a panic attack? <laughs> <of your day? laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who it is. Yeah. I want to stay here.
1: Yeah, so I was like walking upstairs. Like, and then there's Ed Sheeran and Elton John just like, vibing to Ed's music yeah so Ed's playing him Elton (laughs) the new music and Elton's like going like singing along to it and I was just like
0: hi so So you walk in Mm -hmm. and you're you know you're like I just want to just cooch, and you walk over there's Ed Sheeran and Elton John Elton John I mean come on Uh so did you did you say hi or did you go just like
1: yeah I went hi and then they were like hey and I was like right see ya
0: (laughs) <laughs> he just, so that was the no, first he, time. He yeah, met yeah, yeah. And then you walked up like, shit, I should, have something, I should yeah. have something more.
1: Well, that was the first time we met. And then we met again in Paris. Yeah. I was doing writing sessions. He was doing a show there. And then we hung out the whole night and we just became friends. And I was like, you are so banging. Like, he was so famous. But yeah. yeah Still, a really kind human. I was just like, "You're sick,"
0: but I think that's how you probably connected because you were just exactly the same. Yeah, and you know that's. Do you know what's so wicked? I think about like the industry and like because I think we live in this world now where so many people think. That you have to be a certain like someone to make it in the movies or a certain someone to make music, the but in fact, it's such a, like a a like exciting thing that it is still just done on just being fucking talented. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Where you don't have to be an arsehole, you don't have to be this diva, you don't have to be all these kind of things. You can just be a nice person yeah. and super talented and make it. Well,
1: at least that's where the longevity comes in because you you can be an arsehole and you can not be that talented, but you can be famous. But that will only last for a little while if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. It's that you, people won't like you in the industry anyway and that does affect your career so like you you have to be kind
0: you have to be kind to yeah. me. but then okay fine then what is the okay what are the best advantages of doing what you do and what are the biggest disadvantages
1: the biggest advantages for me is being able to help people like what you say with anxiety yeah, yeah. and stuff like that i always tweet and and write posts about it and want people to you know, know that it's not, because like you said, like when we were kids, we didn't have anyone teaching us. Yeah, lessons. no one. I didn't either. So like, I feel like it's my job to like, open people's eyes to this stuff that's actually happened. Like, I suffer with it. I want to explain it to people and if they feel it too. Like, I have so many people that follow me that are like, oh my God. Yeah. You've, made me understand this or done this and this. And that's what I love about it, like the fact that I can actually make people feel better or at least and, open their eyes. But,
0: but, but you you can. Like, I mean, it, the power that you have is unbelievable and to actually, like, think that way is so mm. freaking sweet. But
1: I just don't know why you wouldn't do it if you have that power. Because that- a lot
0: of people are, like, selfish and they can't be bothered. Yeah. You know? they're, they're just worried about their own time and yeah. it's, like, rare to... And also, it normally takes, like, you know, you're 27 now, right? Mm-hmm. So, it normally takes people in their lives, like something like, I don't know, like, you know, in their late 30s, 40s to kind of like become empathetic and actually be self aware of what's going well, on. Well,
1: I'm an empath as well. So. I'm an empath.
0: Shut Shut oh, dude, rock on. I'm not even kidding you. I am Are as well. Are you joking? Yeah, yeah. I love helping other people. That's exactly what I have. And I went to, so when I went to the psychic. I was in New York the other
1: no day. No way. I went
0: to New York the other day and I went to this psychic. Have you ever done the psychic? Yeah. Okay, dude. Go on, tell me, tell <laughs> Mine. me. Fine freak the shit out of me okay I'm not even kidding you so I went to the sidekick okay and I walked in there and I was like this is just not gonna work <laughs> and I was like "This is." Right. and my friend told me to go to this person because I was kind of into all this stuff mm-hmm. and um, she was talking to me and she was saying like so many things she firstly like spoke about loads of weird things I'm like okay that's quite weird you know that and then she said oh you have a really big problem with abandonment don't you and I went Well, yeah, because my parents got divorced and things like this when I was younger. So all of that, I was like, yeah, that is true. I was like, I do. I'm worried that friends are going to go, people are going to abandon me and things and I freak out about it. And she said, this happened when you were like nine years old. And I was like... Yeah, this, uh, and then she oh went on to say other things. God. And she said that, what is it called? Em- empath. Uh, uh, empath. That she said, I can sense you're an empath. You love helping me. And I was like, yeah, when people feel anxious, any of my friends, I, I'm the first you're person the to there. jump on board yeah. to try and help. Yeah. But where does that come from within us, do you think?
1: I don't know. I think we're just, we're overly sensitive yeah. to, to things. Like, for me, for me, in my personal empath experience, if I see someone sad, I'm depressed. Yeah, I like I am done. Like it was so weird. I tell you about this situation. Um, there's this singer that I absolutely adore. She was in a session, and I was walked in. I was like, Oh ah, my god, I'm so gassed that I'm meeting you. And then there was a moment where I looked over, and she just looked really sad. And I actually had to go into the next room and lie down because because I felt, it. I felt yeah, yeah. so sad. And then after about fifteen minutes, I was like, I'm just going to go back in. And then then she was like really excited about something. So then as soon as I walked in, I was just like, yeah, ah!
0: yeah. I'll so like and, and almost you try and like throw your energy and yeah. your happiness onto them. But then does that the problem is is that when I have this right when I'm in a relationship and the relationship's not so good, I take all of. The other person's issues onto my own, yeah. and so I, because I'm so worried about them being okay. Do you do that as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. So you you completely worry about them. So when you're in your a yeah. relationship, you almost bring everything on yourself. Yeah, right? yeah. Which is just like that's Which seems, is really bad. Which is really. But bad. But
1: this is what this is what we have to learn about because you can control it, but we're not going to get rid of it ever,
0: mm-hmm. which is
1: a problem. But it's yeah, also but, amazing.
0: But I, th- I think it is amazing. But then also, okay, fine, so you've got the advantage of helping people, but then what are the disadvantages you have that you think? Um, what do you really, are you just like, I mean, this is just not cool? The disadvantages
1: yeah. are that you don't get to know everything in, yeah. in the behind the scenes. So like, I'm a bit of a control freak as well, and I'm always constantly worrying that someone's going to mug me off
0: really do you have that yeah so you don't know that everything what's everything going on the entire time
1: well now i i've chosen not to because basically i did and yeah. i i wanted to know everything because i didn't want someone to make a mistake when i could have not made it not happen you know because there's so many people in the label that you just have to rely on and trust that they will do the right thing for you but it's like how do they know what the right thing is for me when it's me yeah so yeah. while so i had an issue with like being completely involved in everything in every email conversation, everything that I, I just needed to know, and I was so stressed, so I was on the road, I was writing songs, but behind the scenes, I was like angry about everything, and then I basically just realized that I was feeling like that and kind of took a step back and now I'm like letting people do their thing yeah now i'm eventually, now i'm like finally having fun, which is like.
0: And and I suppose when you're having fun and things like that, that's when you're making the best music and you're you're killing it, right? People
1: can see it. Like, it's a really recent thing, like, that this has happened. It's, like, literally been in the past three months, maybe, that I've actually made this change. And it's crazy how many people have emailed me or my manager saying, "Amory looks the happiest we've we've seen her. But it's like just literally through like Instagram photos and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: And it makes such a difference. Yeah. And okay. And also, just for the final question, mm. because, dude, I could chat to you. I all know. Time. I do. Can I come with you on a plane wherever yes. you're going and I can go and see my Brazilian <laughs> girlfriend? I'm all around the world. Yes. <laughs> so, and it's a bit of a cheesy one. I'm sure you asked it the entire time. Mm. But, okay, for all of like the people out there <clears> who are just, you know, are not only having drinking, but want to make it, want to push it, want to succeed in whatever they're doing, what is the piece of advice that you would say to them?
1: Um, I think it's just know what you want and before you start getting into it. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't quite know what you want, but you're really talented and you're really good at singing, someone will take you and mould you to what they think is right for you and you just have to be that person until you rebel. But I think the happiest way you can be is if you're just like this is what I want, this is what... Because I didn't know that at the start. When I first started writing music, I was very much like, oh, you tell me what to do, you tell me what to do, because I don't really know what I'm doing. And then it weren't until, like, later on down the line, was like, oh, I can actually tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what I want in that song, and I can do that. And that was that was a moment for me. So I think if I had to give myself advice or someone else's advice for when they first start out is to know what you want. Yeah. And be, be ballsy, just like...
0: And I suppose just be you, right? Yeah. Just be you. Don't try and mold anyone else. How
1: many? Pe- how many of the biggest artists are around, and who are? They're all individual. Yeah. There's no one that's sound, like really high. Yeah, up. they
0: all have that. They're, they're all their own thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's the key,
0: dude. Hey, you are a rock star, a hero. <laughs> the vibe is chick I honestly know in this world anne you're on tour you're smashing it mm-hmm. thank you so much for hanging out with me thank you listen I will take your invitation to come with you wherever we're going next that's super Please. kind and listen hey
1: and I, come karate too
0: yeah and hey I love you too
1: I love you